And I'm like, Mom, I've already heard it 10 times. I don't want to hear it again. And she's yeah. like, no, no, well, listen, it'll be fun. Yeah. And then halfway through a <laughs> bottle of wine, I was like, oh, we're pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the key to listening to the podcast. Drink you just got to yeah. drink wine. If, yes. if you're not enjoying this, just pause it. Bottle of red and you're and, set. And press play again. Yeah. Hey guys, how you going? What's going on? Shut up. Stop <laughs> saying that. I'm sick of you. Adam sick Dyson. Sick of you always saying that and, stuff. And uh, Moisty here. Moisty. <laughs> Moist Matt, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, how are we guys? So um, this is number three. Number three of the best podcast in the world. Wow. Apart from Joe Rogan's. Probably just under Joe Rogan's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from. Oh, sorry. Joe Rogan's, then... Then we've got scapers underneath and then ours. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then down <laughs> the bottom of the list is all the other photography podcasts in the world. Yeah. Nah, probably not. But anyway. I think we're going to ruffle some feathers. <laughs> you got to stir some people up every now and again. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Matty. Oh, very well, guys. Good. Thanks yeah. for um, having me on. No worries. It's good nah, to thanks have for coming. kind of a, a fellow podcaster on a podcast. So eventually, I think what I'd like to do is do like a, a full, you know, 15 guys sitting around a table, scapers and, and us guys, and we'll just have a seven-hour podcast, Done. Yeah, and it'll be amazing. It'll be the best thing anyone ever listened Perfect to. Perfect for those long drives, eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want, like a, Sydney, if you want yeah. a Sydney to Melbourne drive with a podcast, this is the one for us. Yep. We'll call it What the Scapers. Yeah. <laughs> What's reckon? the point? What's the point of listening to this podcast? <laughs> How you liking Melbourne? I'm loving it down here, mate. It's um it's my second time down here. So um briefly was here about three months ago shooting only for about three days, so it was jam, jam packed. Yeah. Uh, this time uh, I got a whole seven days of just Ticking off all the hotspots and spread yourself out good. Yeah, spreading mm. the wings and ch- trying to make my way around most of the hotspots, but that's no, good. Love it down here. Nice, mm. awesome. nice. I like it. That's no, good. Well, yeah, you covered some ground like Phillip Island, Melbourne, Otways. Like yeah, it's, it's a lot of driving, even. Oh, it's a, making it my here. It doesn't look that big on then, the map, but no. once you're in the car and you're driving, it's like, oh god, really? Did you yeah. go the Gippsland way? Um, we went in. Oh, because did you pick pick Luca? Yeah, I drove from Sydney to Jindabyne and stayed Jindabyne for the night and then we drove down. Oh, where we come? Come on, you can say something. Cairn River. Cairn River. The Cairn River. Cairn River, yep. Yeah, the bypass lane's entrance. That's Luke Hazard, by the way, guys. Hey, guys. So we've got a couple of people here. We've got got Matty Finn, photography, obviously, Um, and then we've got Luke Hasser too. So H-A-S-A-A-R-T. There you go. So... Jump over, follow the boys. Um, take some, like both of them, take some really, really, really cool photos, and it's yeah, it's inspiring. This is what inspires me, anyway. Mm. How you going, Ben? I'm good. I'm good. Just, Did you uh, have a lovely week? I had a lovely week. Yeah, just uh, family time. Went down and saw Joe's folks for a few days mm. in um, well, out Gippsland Way, and um, then called past my folks' place, and uh, no, it was good to see them. And yeah, I'd have not had much sleep though. Like Ben loves sleeping. I do, but uh, yeah, two-year-old, he's, um, he's got better things to do. So 4.30 a.m. start this morning. and um, Getting into work early. Starting to feel it, yeah. Yep. I think this, this beer, the beer will, will help. probably put me the to sleep. The beer will definitely help. Yeah. I've had two coffees before. Yeah. Ben had a coffee as well. So we've we've really sparked ourselves up for this one. Yeah. 
Because it's exciting. It's like our first guest. We're only three episodes in and we've already got a guest. Like, look at us go. Yeah. Yep. We haven't even sorted our own shit out yet. And you just... Throwing a guest in the mix, and as well, like, well yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to get on early. Yeah. As I said, no, we're going to get we're going to get heaps of people. I want to get I want to get like I don't want to even just get photographers. I want to get uh, like artists and graphic designers and woodwork people and talk as long as they take photos in some aspect. That'd be fun. Do you mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Cool. Might not be. We'll just stop recording it if it's not. Yeah. Mm. Well, you can. We'll just <laughs> put it on fast forward for like the whole yeah. thirty seconds, and we'll yeah, make it work. <laughs> how was you? How was your Easter? It was good. Yep. I actually shot. I shot. I shot a bit. Yeah. Um, for a change, I've been a bit lazy lately with shooting, but mm. yeah, I shot. I shot quite a bit this weekend, which was it was nice. Um, mainly down, mainly down Port Arlington where my parents live, mm. um, which is good. Uh, and then where else? A couple other little spots: Point Addis and Road Night. Maddie mm. was going to come down, then he decided not. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. that, that distance thing just got in the way again. But hey, I've seen you be getting a bit wet, mate. Yeah, What's been going on there? <laughs> <laughs> hey? So no, I've been, because um, I've been listening to so many of the Scapers podcasters, they always talk about this stand the stand your ground thing. Was mm. that your come up? Uh, no. I think it was uh, the, the brains Green. behind Matt Barry, but it was uh, it did happen on a group shoot. Yeah, but I think yeah, by memory, Matt Barry did take the the full impact. Oh, and yeah, right. The look on his face was just priceless and he was just like, stand your ground, boys. <laughs> so it was just wipe, wipe the cameras dry and get in there. And it's like, oh, I think it's, it can be the smartest thing, but oh, to, to get those different shots and um, oh, you've got to get into and it, to turn mm. the, the landscape side of photography into a bit more of a thrilling adventure, I guess, it's get in there, get mm. wet, and get amongst it. Mm. <laughs> I, like, I, I think it's I think it's a great idea. It's just because I it's, it's funny because I used to always kind of do it, but I never really got into it. Yeah. And now, like in the last year, I've just been like, stuff this. I don't like I, I, I care about my gear, but at the same time, it's just a tool. It's the same as I kind of consider it the same as like if a, a tradie had a drill. Like they're not going to put it down on the ground nice and gentle all the time, are they? They're just no, going to no, chuck no. it in their bag and away you go. It's like mm. when you first get it. You know, when you get a first when you first get a new phone, you're like, oh, treat it like a like a little princess, but then yeah. a couple of weeks later, you you th- you're throwing it on the ground, or it's got a smash screen. It's just yeah. if it's insured, well, that's what we pay insurance for, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Damn straight, go yeah. for it. Yeah, insurance. Yeah, yeah, insurance is good. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll put you onto my broker. Yeah, okay. Yep, she's a nice woman. She's actually one of my friends' friends. Oh, yep. Friends, mum. Sorry. Yeah. School school friend friend mum, mum. Yep. Um. What do you reckon? <laughs> um, cool. So what what we what we normally do on these podcasts when we have guests is you know because we've had so many guests before and we don't actually as we said before we don't really know what we're doing with this podcast anyway. So um, I think the goal is is that we'll do some questions and I did a bit of a call out and the majority of them have come in and they've been some good good questions. What do you reckon, Ben? Yeah. Good questions. Yeah. Good ones. Yep. Um, so we'll just run we'll through some it, questions the for. for for Maddie, yep, um, and then we'll kind of you know elaborate our stupid ways onto it, and then um, we'll go from there. But well, yeah, I've been warned from one of the one of the escapers boys that there is a question there that they're eagerly awaiting the answer. If is it going to ask it on air or not? But <laughs> it, it could be this one. Uh, so, given your construction background. Would you suggest a fast jackhammer or a slow jackhammer? 
<laughs> oh, boys. I'll, I'd, I'd like boys. to elaborate on that. Do yeah. you work around? No. <laughs> like, it depends on how you hold it too. Like, do you really want it to go in fast or do you want it to just be nice and consistent? This is what, oh, no. what it comes down to, doesn't it? The jackhammer. <laughs> the jackhammer. Mm. The jackhammer. It could or could not be related back to photography but um, or, or construction, but um, I prefer a fast jackhammer. Fast? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fast, yeah. fast jackhammer. I think if you get, <laughs> more effective, <laughs> if you get in there and get it over and done, yeah. it's you know yeah. that's normally the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, that, that's you from you, Simon. You're dead, mate. <laughs> but on that, I, I would actually like to touch on on that. So touch. construction background. Mm -hmm. um, what what? How have you? Are you still working in construction? Because I'm I work on tower cranes. Like, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I work What's in full time construction. So yep. I work for a for a tier two building company. Mm -hmm. um, basically, just doing like, like major construction at the moment, just building some residential. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I've been full time with them now for about six years, and my position is a structural supervisor. So I just look after your typical decks and and just yeah, just I guess you say just 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 build shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> building, building shit's good. And so have you got like, because like the construction sort of week, you know, can be sort of five, six days a week yes. and heaps of overtime. Six and stuff. days, six lots days, of overtime. Yeah. So it's like it is a bit tricky to um to definitely balance this uh, the photography passion, but that's why I just, if you know me, you know I never need an excuse to get outdoors and you'll never find me sitting still. Mm -hmm. I don't even think I've put my television on at home in the mm -hmm. last, well, ever since I started photography. So a year, I haven't even told anyone what's going on in the world today. Yeah, no, I hate the things. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some terrible things. Like there's actually been some pretty crap things. But anyway, um, it's probably good to not watch the news as a whole anyway, mm. I think. Only photography news. Only photography news, yeah. Maybe. Gotta mm. gotta make sure that you get the new uh the new camera that come out. Gotta be on that one bandwagon. Yep. yep. Quick as you can. Straight into it. Yeah. It do a makes you a better photographer every time. I it's think good you, for you your know. YouTube channel too. Is it? Yeah. We just gotta pump out content on new stuff. Just unboxing content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it's not real, the unboxing videos, like they get uh, big. Oh, they're big. Oh, is it the the um six month or the eight month review? Yep. I actually think that there's a um, the highest YouTube earner, mm. um, unless it's changed. But I think it was up to about three months ago, was a six year old kid who just reviewed toys. Yep, that's there's some it. serious money like on that YouTube review. Millions and millions of dollars annually. Oh, just being, just a, being a YouTuber. I mm. think that like I think there was one guy. I he actually got banned from YouTube from doing something stupid over in the um. Some forest in China. I won't mm. get into that, but mm -hmm. he was the third biggest YouTuber in the states, and he was earning something like seventeen million dollars a year. What? Seventeen million dollars a year just from making stupid videos. And he still he still oh, makes. Yeah. He, I watched one of his videos this morning, and he do, he still smashes them out, does three a week, and gets a couple of million views on each of them. You know, within the first 24, 48 hours. Yeah. But like a good general rule of thumb, especially for YouTube, is that um, if you get about like once you're over that monetization limit, you get about one to three dollars depending on your your ad revenue anyway per thousand views. Yeah. So if you're getting ten thousand views, you've made ten to thirty dollars. And then you know they start getting and then it just keeps getting more views. and more and more yeah. and more. And I think it works too. Like um, before every YouTube video, there's an ad. If yeah. you sit through that ad, yeah, that's counted as a more. view. Mm. But if you skip that ad, that's not counted as a view. So yeah. 
Yeah. So you still get, I think you still, you get one cent for that, but then you get two cents for watching, watching the full, the whole, the whole ad. Yeah. So it's, and this is, this is a cool thing about YouTube is that it's, it's pretty much like, I think that YouTube's just as big as tally, if not bigger. Mm. Um, and the fact that they can one monetize it for, for smaller creators is awesome. Mm. And that they can, you know, actually keep people can like, put whatever they want. They can do whatever they want to do. So we can put a podcast up like this or we can put reviews on beer or we can do camera reviews or we can talk about blankets. Like it's it's anything. There are and a few whatever you go on at. to what big market for the blankets. You got to have yeah. got to have the warmest We've got blanket. Asian. We got, yeah. <laughs> got a lot of we blankets got. next to us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, so YouTube, YouTube's I I like it and it's, you know, my YouTube channel cruises along okay, but it's not it doesn't make me any money. Doesn't make me a cent, but um, it's still kind of fun and it's good for it's good for advertising in a way. And yeah. I don't know, yeah. So it's just one of those things where you just got to keep smashing along, and you know, eventually you'll end up at the front of the line. Just got to get in line and stay yeah. in line. Mm-hmm. So what? Like, how did you? So if you're, you said you're only been shooting for a year. Yeah, really. I think going on March. Yeah, March. Wow. Last year I bought my first camera, which cool. was a was a Nikon. I'm a Nikon boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikon D5600 is a crop mm-hmm. sensor. Mm-hmm. Got myself, it was a Sigma 10 to 20 millimeter nice. wide angle lens, and it was just, it was unreal. Yeah. But of course, like me, I, I wanted the best. Mm. I always wanted the, the top of the line Nikon, and it was only took me about three months until yeah, I actually yeah. bought the 850, and wow. I was just like, wow. Straight into it, yeah. This thing mm. is full on, but yeah, I. Have not put my camera down since. Like yeah. every day is just something to do with photography. I watch tutorials, editing pictures, researching locations. It's just, mate, I love it. I love so it. what was what like? Why? Why did you? Why did you want to get into photography? And did you have friends that were in photography, or what? Did no, you I will. Or like, I always wanted to get a good camera, but was just a little bit intimidated and daunted by the um, sort of the, obviously the price tag. Yeah. The um, all the all, all the buttons and settings and. It's like I've got an iPhone. It's just yeah. I was, was, that's, that does me. It takes good pictures. Um, but like I said before, like I love my adventuring, and like I, I never need an excuse to get outdoors. So I'm, I'm always adventuring, and it was actually the waterfalls and seeing pictures of long exposure waterfalls. I was yeah. just like, mm. wow, like that's cool, man. I, I want to know how to do that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that wasn't the reason that I got into it. I was actually walking um, up in Sydney on this walk called the Hermitage Foreshore Walk. And uh, it was one of these sunsets that was just so amazing. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. And uh, the pictures I got on my iPhone, I was just like, wow, imagine if I had a good camera. Yeah. Mm. So the next day, went into JB Hi-Fi. This isn't a, um, a JB Hi-Fi plug, by the way, but we went in there. and no, um, Not sponsored. But we are taking sponsorships. <laughs> we are taking sponsorships, yeah. And yeah. I got myself my first uh, camera the, the very next day and, yeah, and have not put it down <laughs> since and... That's yeah. cool. Mm. And like to yeah, – awesome. if, if – God, anyone that's listening that doesn't follow Maddie, God, jump over and look at his stuff. And yeah. for a year, for a year or not even – or, yeah, a year and a month of shootings, yeah. just mind-blowing. Like I, I look at some of my stuff that I shot – well, if I went back through my Instagram and looked at my stuff that I shot like a year after I started photography, I'd be like, yeah, that's nothing. Well, probably up until six months ago. Pro- yeah. 
If yeah. I, look, I'm being, you know, critically yeah. honest, <laughs> well, a little know. bit rubbish. Was, most of them are crap. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm actually like, considering I'm considering deleting them all out and starting again. Oh, apparently that's yep. no-no now. That's, you can't do that. Yeah, According yeah. According to the escape, boys. Yeah. Can't yeah. Do it. yeah, ruffled a few feathers. Yeah, they didn't like, they don't like the deleting the photos, do they? Nah. No? Don't knock the bloody mic. Yeah, okay. Stop it. God, you'll get in trouble. I tell mum. See, I actually wasn't there for the recording of that <laughs> podcast, but um, I think- my personal view on that, I actually would like. Obviously, you can see progression throughout time, mm. and sometimes you look back at some of those old images and you're like, "Oh Jesus!" But at the time, you thought they were the best yeah. ever. You look at them now and you go, "What was I thinking?" Yep. But you weren't thinking. You didn't know. You know. Mm. So, but if you sort of want, like your Instagram page is, is your online portfolio, and you want it to be clean. You want it to look good. Yeah. So there's no harm in going back through old images and, and doing a bit of a cull, a bit of a clean up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. And yeah, I completely agree. And I've, I've deleted, I've deleted a heap. I deleted a heap because I had, I think I had about 500 posts before I even started photography. Yeah, right. And I didn't want to change my name to Adam Dyson Photography. I never had any interest of chucking photography on the end. Mm. Um, I always felt, and this is nothing against anyone that does have photography on the end of their name, always felt that that was for people that were actually like professional photographers. Mm. And I kind of, at the time, I wasn't a professional photographer. Mm. Um, I don't know how much it matters anymore. But like at the very start, because Instagram was so, like it was just a normal app that someone chucked in, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't as big as it is now. Like if you're, if you're a photographer and you haven't got an Instagram and you haven't got a lot of followers, it's a bit tricky to actually people to consider that you're a good, a good photographer sometimes, oh, which, you. which yeah. is crazy. Which Instagram's just so big these days. It's so hard to find a unique no, name. No. So it's just like chuck photography behind it and yeah. you have a name. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's like it doesn't it doesn't matter at all now, but that was just my little mentality of of, of, of trying to not I've – never, I've never liked calling myself a professional photographer. I just mm. don't like it even though I am. Like mm. it's my profession. It's what I do. But I just don't like – I don't like the idea of it. It's a bit – Funny, it's just the way it's the way I think of myself sometimes. I think, mm. but that's just me personally. I don't know. But um, I'd be happy to call myself a professional photographer. You should. Yeah. We well, we've spoken about. It. You can have my work. Oh, that's right. Want yeah. it? You can yeah. come in and you can sit on Instagram or, and Facebook. You can have all the images Adam doesn't post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sloppy yeah. seconds. You can, have, you, can have all, <laughs> you can have all the sloppy seconds you want. Get some more sloppy joes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that from The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So with um, with <coughs> photography, it was just I've I've or with my Instagram, um, I've deleted a heap and I've got a heap sitting in my archive. And um, I think if you look back long and if you look back far enough um, and look at a post where I'm, what am I doing? I'm I'm in Bolivia and I'm jumping in the air and pointing at the sky. I don't know why, but mm. it's kind of a cool composed photo of like the salt flats. And then I'm like in the distance with a big sun star overhead. I think that's my thousands post, you know, and now I've only got 350 posts on my Instagram. And it's like, oh, well, I deleted a few and I got rid of a few and I didn't want to delete them at the start. And then I just got to a point where I'm like, no, I'm going to clean it up. Like yeah. you said, mm. I don't want to keep it nice and clean. Yeah. What well, is like cleaner. every profession will have their, you know, a little, you get click on the website and they've got mm. a little Instagram logo. You can click on it. takes you to their, you know, the works that they do, whether they're jewelers or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it is. A, it has become a professional space or a space for professionals to to showcase. Yeah, and like let's be honest, like and- you don't scroll through. Mm. My, me personally, if I go onto some 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 photographer follows me or something, I'll jump onto their page. You'll scroll through like the first 20, 30 images. Yeah, mm. and then the, you want that's it. Like you can, that's it, yeah, you won't go 
deep into the archives, but I I guess if you if you were really if you like loved this photographer and you were like, wow, that works amazing, you'd look a little you'd bit further. Mm. But at the same time, unless you're really curious about what they're doing two years ago, you know, and get a sore finger yep. scrolling through a bit, of RSI. bit of RSI in the old right wrist and you have to do a swap over. We're talking um, about scrolling right here, aren't we? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh, my God, I was yeah. thinking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, like if as lo- the only reason you would look back any further than a, a couple of weeks or a month maybe is if you were really into the photographer, mm. which which is fine. But I don't know. It's it, a lot of the time you could hide something right in the back and no one mm. would even know. No. But, um, yeah, if you want to, comment on my photo from July 2016. Comment yep. on one of those photos. you got to uh, comment like, um, awesome image. If you have time, check out my recent post. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Do, do that <laughs> one. That's the attention grabber, that yeah, one. Yeah, that <laughs> one. That's the, then the first thing I do is I jump over their profile. I look at how many people they're following versus how many followers they got. And then I look at their engagement on each photo and realize they've bought 10,000 followers. And then we're set. Yeah. We're on to the next person. <laughs> you see, I've only got 60 followers. You're killing it, though. Yeah, I need to buy some. Though. You've got like 50. <laughs> I think, you've got I think 50. I should buy some. If you've I had money. No. You've got like 50% <laughs> I'll, engagement. I'll buy more gear. I'd kill for 50% engagement. That'd be great. What I'd love to get. So, like, so ideally, in the perfect world, you want at least, you want like 10 to 7 to 10%. That's the goal. All what right. You, so, if what you've are got, you talking so about? So, if you've got 10,000 followers, yeah. ideally, you want, you want, at least seven to a thousand likes per photo. That's the goal. You know, ten to seven to ten percent, seven hundred right. to a thousand likes per post. So if you've got a hundred thousand, you want ten thousand likes on each post. That's kind of the gauge where people say that you know you've got a genuine following. So mm-hmm. like for you to have sixty followers and you're getting thirty likes on each photo, whoo, you're up the top. That's- yeah, the images are about to run out though. Yeah, this is the thing. You can have some. You can have my floppy seconds. Yeah, floppy seconds. There we yeah. go. You can have this one I shot yesterday. It's kind of out of focus. Yeah, all right. Yep. Yeah, yeah good. Okay. We'll just all run right. a real it's good on the iPhone four, four point three inch screen. There we go. No right. one, no one will ever know. No. That's a tricky thing too. Is I reckon you could shoot, you could shoot on an old four megapixel camera a lot of the time, and as long as you, as long as you process it nicely, mm. bit of noise reduction and sharpen the edges, I reckon you'd most of the time no one would even know that you shot it on that camera. Yeah, mm. <laughs> the compression that Instagram does to your images. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. Well, um, it's I actually- still fucking me with the color like yeah. that. Um, that oh, I won't bring it up now, but the the one that I just posted on the llamas. Yeah, I edited it, and it looked good. Yeah, and then in my gallery on my phone before I post it because you know you can't. Post from your lap, from your computer. Um, it, it was fine, and then when you check it, chuck it in there, it's been desaturated again. Yeah, right. And it's just, or it's um, a, muting, muting the colours or tones a bit, a or crunching calibrating them maybe on yeah. the phone. Well, we thought about yeah, that with sure. calibrating the screen, but I, <clears throat> I figured out that it was like PNG versus what's called. But then yeah. I've also found out that like eight, I wonder if 8-bit versus 16-bit kind of matters either. Well, I, yeah. Do you know I what I mean? So I'm not sure bit, whether guess, so, yeah. whether which one really notices. But mm. I don't know. It's one of those things where um, you just got to keep playing around with it and hopefully it works. Yeah. But, it's not, and it's not all of them. Like, yeah, I've, I've calibrated my monitor at home mm, and, and all that, so yeah, it yeah. should be pretty good. But um, I don't yeah, do I don't it. Know. But apparently, you're supposed to edit three, like, um, what do you call it? Three bars on your on your screen brightness. So dull your your your, your screen brightness down three uh, yeah. bars. Yeah. Yep. Edit it like that, and then yep. that's how it's going to look on your phone. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Three realistic. from Max or three from three from a Mac. Yeah. 
Yeah. Three down, so bang, bang, bang. Oh. You know these these ones? Oh, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. So turn yeah. your brightness so down three, down three levels. Full brightness. Mm. From full brightness. Mm. Yeah, okay. And edit it like that, mm-hmm. and then that's how it's going to be exported. Probably a lot right. of the time, too, if you've calibrated your monitor, it's probably brought your brightness down anyway. Well, I, I edit half brightness. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Hmm. No, it might, I don't know. Oh, it might okay. be, might be so good. Theoretically, it should be brighter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, jeez. It's, um, it's a... It's a tricky one, the old calibrated monitor, because I guess the, the balance is is that a lot of the time you're going to look at it on your screen. I'm mm. going to look at it on my Pixel. You're going to look at it on your Samsung mm. and you're going to look at it on your iPhone mm. and every screen's different, even though they're the same, like even though they're from the same manufacturer, but even iPhone to iPhone's different. So it, it all depends on, you know, you the just vo- got to find, ideally yeah. you just find a balance of the whole thing done <laughs> mm-hmm. and if it looks a little bit crap on one and and a, and a little bit better on the other you just cop it and just deal with it mm. i think we touched that subject in one of our recent well, sort of earlier podcasts that a lot of people like i'm even guilty for it like you, your phone at full screen brightness it's pretty damn bright right yeah so you always got it dulled down a bit so like when you're scrolling through instagram or oh yeah i remember you guys talking any about this, kind yeah. of social media platform and you're looking at photos with a 50% brightness, that image is not going to be looking at its full potential. Yeah. Mm. Right? yeah. So, um, yep. I like that. I think that's, that's a, yeah, that's, that's smart actually. Now that I think about it. So you like, just jack it up a little bit. Mm. Just go up in exposure. Yeah. Just go up one, one stop in exposure. Mate. Do your fellow mm. photographers a favor. Yep. Pump up that brightness Pump and up look brightness. at it in <laughs> full glory. I'm just going to yeah. post a, a white screen tonight. Yeah. Just a white, a full white panel. Yeah, you just blind everyone. With the horizon I'll turn it on. Oh, let's see what Adam's white. posted today and just... There they go, <laughs> the eyes. Make sure you open it first Good thing in the morning. Good burn tonight. Good burn. That'll teach them for trusting me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've touched... We've, we're doing well. We're probably what... I don't know how long we're in. Yeah. We've asked one stupid question. No, it's a, it was a good question. Well, it, was it, rolled, question. it rolled into things, and it this did, is what the question's about. Did. Like, if they were going to be quick, it'd be boring. Yeah. Mm. Um... Do James's. James's is good, and then we'll roll back into we'll roll back into Sam um, Simon's. Yeah, right. So James underscore Jar 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 Jar. Yeah, jar. underscore photography. James yep. underscore Jar underscore photography. Jar. Um, as asked, besides standing your ground, what tips can you offer when capturing sunrise and sunset ski- seascapes, particularly flow? Oh, I know James J A Photography. James was actually a one of I met him at our last um, Oscapers meet mm. mm-hmm. down there at um, La Perouse, Bear Island. Um, sunrise, sunset, obviously uh, your, your typical landscape windows. Um, flow, obviously get in there, mm. get amongst it. Don't get, be, amongst d- it. get insurance on your, on your camera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you don't have insurance... Insurance um, is Make the sure you have a big bank account. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know about I, I, I tend to try and capture flow on the drawback. So like when, when, when your water's come in and around you and when it's drawing back out, that's when you get sort of the most sort of detail and, and texture in it. When it's coming at you, it's a bit full on. And unless you're shooting with a super sharp shutter speed, it's like yeah, you're just going to capture an explosion. You're not going to actually capture some nice motion and texture. Um, and That's I awesome. Guess- I, I'd never thought. I mean, I don't, I don't do many seascapes or anything, mm. but the whole – yeah, shooting like as the water's rushing down over the rocks or the the moss or the whatever. Um, yeah, it makes a, a lot of sense to to get it then. Yeah, and I suppose it would probably more color would come out too. 
yeah. um, like through the water. Yeah, it's, it's, it's much better. Yeah, like it's much better effect when when, it, when it's actually drawing back out. Yeah, you know, you yeah. just get that all the white foam and the, and like leaving nice sort of textured lines on the sand and mm-hmm. over the rocks and stuff like that. But I'll, one thing I actually have learned within the last week or two, I just used to shoot a single shot. So just wait, wait for it, and just try and get that single shot. But I've put my camera over onto continuous high now. And I've just, when, when the water comes in, I'll just, and just burst it. Yeah. Take 15 shots of a, of a one wave motion and you just, digital, digital photography. Like you yeah. can take 500 sh- shots from that morning home mm. and just sort through them. And yeah, instead of sitting there trying to capture each shot singly, mm. it uh, can get a little bit tricky. So just, yeah, continuous high, burst mode, James. So you're, I think you're, you're continuous um, high on, say, I'm just pulling a number out of thin air, like a two-second exposure or you're, you're no, burst firing and I, then For my flow shots, post, so I, like for a little bit more of a softer <laughs> effect, I'll go about 1, 1.3 uh, second. <laughs> but to, to capture the motion, to capture the actual texture of it, I'll go like anywhere from 1 over 3 to 1 over 6. Yeah. So a second, that's it. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Really early on in my photography career, in inverted commas. Um, yeah, I thought I never shot shorter shutter speeds for, for seascapes. It was always like, ah, oh, I'm going to try to get this flow and it's going to be awesome flow at 30 seconds. That was always 30 seconds. And then in the last, God, in the last year, I don't reckon I've shot a, a longer exposure, well, apart from a handful of times, but most of the time now it's like from, yeah, a third of a second or one over three to two seconds max. Yeah. It's funny. Well, I think right. I was the same. I think anyone who yeah. basically starts out with um, like long exposure photography, you just go F22, 30 yeah. seconds. Mm. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. That's a sick shot. Yeah. Mm. But like, yeah, as you, as you acknowledge sort of grows and you experiment, stuff like that, I think I haven't myself had them done a – um, exposure over four seconds. Yeah. Unless you see something sort of like some foam or something moving in your foreground on top of a water, in front of a waterfall, maybe take it up to 16, even 30 seconds just to sort of capture that motion and you get like a, like a foam swirl in your foreground. But other than that, yeah. I have a shoot my waterfalls now where and like that you're just painting. one third of a second, one fourth of a second yeah. and mm. it's just... I, 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 like I love the softness that a long exposure photography gives but I also love... The, like the, the, the sharpness and capturing the flow texture and tendrils mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. really bringing it to life like yeah, in post-processing, yeah. Mm. And that's I, I think that's a big, that's a massive tip for people that are just beginning photography. Like a lot of the time, if, if you can just get, get your hands on a polarizer, go get a cheaper polarizer from wherever or, you know, come to me and get a Nissi one if you mm. want or go to Maddie and get a Nissi one. Yep. Um, Preferably Nissi, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nissi are probably, they're probably... Well, they well they definitely are. They're the best in Australia, but um, they're just a set of filters. Mm. We all shoot. Do you shoot with Nissi as well, Luke? Yeah, everyone. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there'd be there wouldn't be many photographers in Australia that I that would be that are doing it constantly that would shoot without Nissi. I think now mm. just because they kind of cover the market. But if you can get your hand on a polarizer, um, and you don't really need any other filters yeah. <laughs> at the mm. start. Like a polarizer, it's a really good way to start those those flow and waterfall shots. A lot and of the time, you don't two, need adding anymore. two one to two stops yep. on on your shot anyway. And yep. Yeah, you only really need like uh, I use a graduated filter a lot, mm. and I'll only use a graduated filter obviously as the light gets a little bit more intense, just to block your highlights over the waterfall. But 
90% of the time when I'm shooting waterfalls, I'm either shooting them in the rain or before the sun comes up and all you need is a polarizer. Yeah. That is all mm-hmm. you need, a yeah. polarizer. That's it. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, don't don't think that you need all these crazy filters to um, take shots that are like mine or like Ben's or like Maddie's or like anyone's. Um, a lot of the time you can get away with, with just a polarizer just to – Take some of that glare out of the out of the water or off the foliage. Yeah, enhance your like blues, enhance, blues, enhance yeah. your greens, and yep. just just give it a bit more richness. Yeah, yep. mm. and that's yeah. And you can do you can do a lot of you can do a lot of it in post, but you can't. It's about the only thing that you can't really do in post is a proper polarization. Mm. I think mm. um, a lot of the time you can get away with you know bringing mm. shadows up or bringing your um, your sky back in with your exposure in in Lightroom or Photoshop or whatever you use, but you really can't get away with. Um, you can't get away with the polar without a polarizer sometimes. No. Unless I'm shooting at night, yeah, ninety nine percent of the time the polarizer is on. Even mm, I'm just mm. a lazy person, I leave it on at night too, just for the fun of it. I'm just like, oh, it's on there now. It's probably not going to come off because it's screwed on once, and then all the corrosion's like attached it permanently. Yeah, well, doesn't come off anymore. But I tried to. I actually, I was shooting in the rain yesterday, and this is what Maddie was talking about before, but not the rain, the water, and I got fully covered in water um, mm. from like a, a wave coming in, um, which was fine. It was fun. But the whole camera got drenched um, with my non-weatherproof lens, which still still working. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, there's your proof. Yeah, right. Um, and I turned I it on before, yeah. like what's, what is that, 24 hours after after I've got fully drenched. I wiped it off when I got back to the car with a, yeah. with a rag and stuff. And um, a lot of the time, this is the annoying thing about the Fuji stuff because it's kind of quite a mechanical – um, shutter dial so it, it doesn't it's not like a lot of other cameras where it's like this recessed thing where you press in it's kind of very mechanical with the way that it sits okay. and if you get some salt water in there it often corrodes kind of closed a little yeah. bit yeah. so that was corroded the lens like you know it took a real lot of effort yeah. to pull the to pull the filter off with the filter thread and yeah. I was like yeah that's that's the way to do like, it I don't know mm. how the hell my camera still works yeah like I'm looking at it now it. and it's just <laughs> it's like little salt corrosion yeah. build-ups happening everywhere. Yeah, like yeah. my sensor, I, I very rarely do long exposures, but like being down here and, um, and obviously having to make the most of all our time down here, and mm, it's been mm. a bit of moody weather. So I've been doing some long exposures on some jetties and, and it's not until you do a long exposure till you realise how dirty your sensor is. Yeah. And, mm. oh, man, my sensor is filthy. And yeah. I've got to take it into Nikon, obviously, to get cleaned and I'm just like, I'll clean it for you right now. Are these going to a kid in my? Are these guys going to write my camera off here when I bring it in? Or <laughs> yeah, don't give it that. But it, 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 it magic gets hands. Are you do have magic hands? I do have. Yeah, yeah the magic hands. Balance of salt water showers and waterfall showers. Yeah, so. mm. we could always just. Mm. You should just turn your shower on and put it in the shower real quick. Clean yeah. it off with some fresh water. Yeah. Well, if you get covered enough in, if you go out in the rain more, it'll clean it off, wouldn't it? So it kind of compensates yeah, each other. Yeah, a bit of balance. Yeah, yeah. Bit of balance. Yeah. 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 that's the way to do it. Mm. I like yeah. it. That'd be good. On on the whole standing your ground thing with with seascapes and all that kind of stuff. Ben brought this up before, and I think it's kind of a good point to touch on, just because it's it's reasonably newsworthy, and you probably haven't really heard too much about it because you might, or you might have seen it pop up on the news somewhere. But um, a couple of days ago, someone was. We we're not one hundred percent sure of the full details, yeah, don't, don't um, so don't quote us. Don't come at us because we're not a news story. We're just a podcast that talk shit. But this is reasonably serious. But someone was taking photos um, down the Great Ocean Road on some rocks, apparently, and they got swept off into the water. Um, and two rescue people went out to save them, and they both passed away. Mm, so I did they both got smashed into yeah. the rocks and, yep. and died. So that's super sad. So what? 
What do you think? I mean, the- yeah, so we, we don't know if that bloke was a tourist taking happy snaps. Yeah, or someone who's, you know, you know yep. photographer, yeah. you know, took it quite seriously or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's sort of, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've got two kids yep. and, um, mm. you know, so my whole perspective has changed whenever I go into a photo, you know, to take a, a shot of anything and, you know, the conditions are dicey or I'll be putting myself in a precarious, you know, position yep. like, yep. you know, up on a cliff or whatever, yep. like what um, the boys are talking about. Uh, on the most recent, I think it's episode six of your Scapers podcast about um, at uh, where was it Hanging Rock? Yep. The yeah. Blue Mountains, you know, and I think Maddie was just like, oh yeah, don't know about this, you know. Yeah. So Always go with your doubts. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Actually, I, yeah, and yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's just what I wanted to say because I, th- I think in one of your early podcasts, you, you guys said, I'm not, and I'm not sure who said it, but yeah, I'll just for sure follow my gut. Yeah. Um, and one time I. Didn't follow my gut, and yeah, I got I got stuck, and I forget who it was. Yeah, that was me. That would have been me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually fell into Bombo Quarry. Oh, yeah, right. you tell that yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, but it's um obviously that's given me so much more like awareness. Mm. Like before, mm. I just was sort of whatever, just get in there and get it done. But like now, definitely calculated risks yeah. always, and always if you're going to get close to the ocean, stand and watch it for twenty minutes yeah. at least. 20 minutes mm, because mm. you're always, always going to get those rogue, rogue swells, waves that are going to come in. And that's a, that's an awesome tip. I love that. And yeah. you're going to want to know, like, if you stand there for 10 minutes and you say, oh, no waves come up there, but as soon as you go down and stand there, there's going to be a rogue wave that's going to come in. Mm. You're either going to shit yourself, try and run away, trip over, fall in, mm. or you're going to get washed in. So it's mm. just, it's always, just, you, your life's not worth Getting that perfect shot—that's for sure. No, no, <laughs> Who's no, going to no. see it anyway? <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? mm. So yeah, I guess I guess that's you know that's a good point. Just really, really watch the weather or watch yeah. the watch the waves. And the waves are waves can get crazy, and mm. and it can change so quick. Um, amount of times where I think that this like event happened was was down Gibson Steps. Um, and I like that place is just at high tide. That's a scary place to be in. I wouldn't yeah, want right. to be. Wouldn't want to be anywhere near that at high tide. Mm. Um, and yeah, if they were standing up on these rocks that I think they were standing on, and they got swept off there, it's just gonna. It'll get you real quick. Mm. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty scary place. Like, uh, mm. I think. Yeah, really sad. Too. Really they were like lifeguards too, weren't they? Yeah, they I think they had something to do with the, their father's son. Yeah. Um, mm. Thing down there. Yeah. Yeah, very tragic. Yeah. Mm. Well, in saying that, me and Luke were um, we're shooting at Cape Shank. The the other morning, pretty wild down there. Oh yeah, very Mm. wild. Like I've heard only wild things about the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and obviously, I don't know. People just think because you're down there with with a camera and a tripod, you Mm. you you are taking uh, the best picture of this place that you can get. Mm. So you've got all these Instagrammers that will come and stand around you or behind you, point their camera at what you're pointing your camera at, mm. trying to capture what you're capturing. But you're, you're, you're obviously taking a long exposure, which <laughs> they don't realise. But, yeah. but it's just like like me and Luke were down there and there was this Asian family um, and, like, the, the, the father was just out on the point, the mother was close to the point and the kid was just running freely around where all this – where we were basically – very, very wary of these, like, next set of sets that were going to come in. It was just mm. like, these people have no idea. Like, yeah. they just come down. They want to 
Mm. They want to get that shot for Instagram. They want to, like, because we're standing there, they want to come in and get close as well. But it's like, oh, man, it's a, it's a very risky, risky, so risky like, place. Oh, yes. And that's the thing, like, where does where do you draw where do you draw the line so that you're not encouraging people to do that exactly. same thing? Mm. Um, because there's that, I don't know whether you're down the 12 apostles, there's that hole in the rock that everyone kind of climbs out on. It's not, it's not all that dangerous, but the problem is, is that you go out there and I've never been out there because I'm not all that interested in the shot because it just doesn't excite me that much. But I've seen so many photos of it and you've got to climb over this barrier that's about this high. So it's quite high and it's a bit annoying to climb over in the first place. Mm. And then you've got to walk out onto this, this ledge that's kind of dirt both sides that falls straight in the ocean. And it's not all that dangerous. Sure. But you know, you go out there, then a a, a tourist who has no idea or or might have the wrong shoes on or the thongs or whatever they've got on Mm. and they go to climb out there too. They're a little bit clumsy and they fall in the ocean and you know, what stops them from kind of blaming you that, you know, we followed you because we thought it was safe and it's mm. it's a tricky balance. Yeah, it's mm. like even yesterday at Hopeton Falls, my first visit to the the iconic Hopeton Falls were mm. um very slippery down there on those rocks far <laughs> out. Shot a, few, shot a few waterfalls in my time, but these rocks are they're slippery. But uh, anyway, yeah, this guy rocked up. Definitely looked like he had no idea about photography but had a camera and a tripod and once again, because he's seen us running around in the um, in sort of the the little foreground flow interest there, he was it was in there, mm. right next to us, pointing his camera at the same thing. But like this guy, you could tell he had no idea, and he was like Bambi on ice. But just oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he wouldn't have went in there yeah. if he didn't if see we were in there. Yep, yep, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and that's yeah, Hopeton's <laughs> it's. So slippery. So it blows slippery. my mind every oh time. Every time I go in there, it's like, is this one going to be slippery? Oh. oh, it's not slippery. And then you step on the next one that yeah. looks that looks like yeah. it doesn't look like it's going to be slippery and it gets you. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you're wearing, <laughs> like whether you're wearing bare feet, whether you're in $800 hiking shoes <laughs> or whether you're in trail running shoes, still slippery. And it's always slippery. And there's a fine line between uh, save your two, isn't it? It's like do I slip over and, and, and like smash – smash my gear or do I slip over and put, put, put my camera up in the air and, and just take full brunt on my body? Mm. Like when mm. you fall over with a beer in your hand, you always yeah. save the beer, don't you? Yeah, you save <laughs> it's just instinctual. But when yeah. you're carrying the missus on your shoulder, like do you, do you just let her cop it or do you? Oh, it's cushions of life for sure. I don't reckon, <laughs> I, I don't reckon I've ever called it. I couldn't. I just I lost my balance. I'm I've sorry. never called anyone <laughs> like missus. I never call them missus. Missus. Yeah. Yeah. No, the missus. Yeah. Get into yeah. it, Dale. But um, I think that's, you know, everyone's – because I see um, some of the shots that you guys are taking and or you've taken or yeah, whoever else has taken and some of them I'm like, yeah, cool with that, you know, I'll be fine in that situation. Others I'm like, yeah, that's outside my comfort yeah, zone. So yeah. I think, yeah, for everyone, just just know where your comfort zone just is. Just calculate and, your risk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think that, that thing where you said you watch the surf shot. for 20 minutes, like that's – you know, I'd never do that. Watch the surf for twenty minutes because mm. I'm impatient. So I'd watch it for two or three. Yeah, I think mm. I'm getting out. There. Well, sometimes you don't have twenty but minutes to watch it at a sunrise or a sunset. Yeah, the excitement oh, again, just, just, and the light just and don't. Stuff, but yeah, it's not don't. worth it. Is it? It's not worth it. No. Like, and you're better off like shoot back for a bit. Shoot yeah. back and just move, edge your way closer. Mm. And, and eventually, you might end up where you're at. But if if you're uncomfortable with like anywhere else, just just don't do it. Like yeah. there's no there's no point. Um, mm. And there's nothing worse than dropping cameras in water or dropping cameras on rocks and smashing stuff. It feels feels terrible. I don't I don't really encourage people to throw their cameras around. But like, yeah, if you 
if if you need to get the shot, you need to get a shot. But like, don't, yeah, don't do stuff that you don't need to do. Mm. <laughs> all, guess. Right, all right, I've just been sent. Here we go. Uh, a message from <clears throat> one of the Scapers boys. I think it's gonna be my turn to ask you a question here. Oh, okay. All right, okay. flipped it. That's right. not, it's not as, not as no, bad. It's not as bad as the, the flippy flip. The flippy We've flip. I'll ask you both, but I'll ask Adam first. Yep. Um, if you could only use one lens or focal length from now on, yeah. Um, like why? Um, fourteen. So fourteen on a crop sensor. So like twenty-one. 21 mil. I think 21, like perfect. And I think because this was on your one of your podcasts, is this, is this what you do at the end? Like you did it at the second one I or something? I think a question without notice. Yeah. It happens at the mm. start. Yeah. yeah. I, don't think, without I don't think this question's been asked. Or, mm, I'm not sure. Might I don't been, think this one has because. I've heard it somewhere else. But um, 21 mil. So I, I think it's a good mix between being super wide and not too wide. Yep. Um, and I think it's more versatile. It's so it kind of it's a little bit more zoomed in. Twenty four, I find a lot of the time isn't wide enough. Um, I don't really shoot twenty four mil very often, mm. um, or like what's that seventeen mil on a on a crop sensor? Sixteen. Six. Sorry. Think, yeah. Sorry, Ben. Sorry. Happy to um, correct you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about, the, about the only bloody time you will, I reckon. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. So I think I think. 21's banging because it compresses the background a little bit more. Yep. You still got it's, like it's still wide, yep. um, but not not crazy wide. Uh, I would say like super wide, so like a, a 12 on a full frame would be sweet. But then it just restricts you so much. Mm. Um, like for a 12 mil, you've really got to be you've got to be in it, don't you? Yeah. Um, well, that and you if you're doing any distant landscape stuff, you've lost your mountains. Oh, you're done for. Mm. Yeah, unless you have unless you have 700 megapixels. That's a lot of bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people thought that the podcast just it, cut it out. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's a little trick we play. Like forty-five minutes in, we just stop for a couple of seconds yeah. and see how many people like pick their phones up and go. Oh yeah, I see what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good little trick. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. yeah, twenty-one. There we go. Right. Twenty-one mil. Twenty. Like ideally, in the perfect world, give me a give me a twenty-one mil f. 0.95. There oh, we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. something that'll be about yeah. as big as this computer. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And it would it'd be the slowest focus and you'd have to roll the barrel around. I Imagine how mm. cool you'd look back oh, rocking up to like a shoot so with good. that on, yeah. a, like, on an X-T3 with a massive lens yeah, on. What's banging. this guy yeah. got? Yeah. 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 <laughs> ben. Um, 35. Yeah. Yep. Full frame equivalent 35. Yeah, cool. Um, I just, I love that aspect ratio because I'd, I'd you know, I love landscapes. I love shooting street and travel stuff. And I think I like a subject in their environment rather than, you know, a portrait, say, 70, 85 mil or whatever where, you know, it's all about the subject. But I like that, um, you know, environmental portraits of, of people or, or, you know, people or things doing whatever they're doing. Um, and I'm confident in, in stitching in post, you know, yep. do panoramas and stuff. So I'll still be able yeah. to, okay. you know. I guess the thing is too, is you could stuff, easily, <clears throat> excuse me, you could easily kind of, you could shoot. You had your turn. Sorry. You had your turn. No, you, <laughs> <laughs> you could kind of shoot wide with a 35 mil anyway. If you really yeah, wanted yeah. to, you could go, you could do like a, a three, three by three row. Mm. And you'd have you'd have something pretty wide, but still at that zoomed in focal length. Yeah, yeah I guess what you lose mm. with a thirty five that you get otherwise having say twenty one or another you know wider lens is that slight distortion. Yeah. Um, that you 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 get with the wide lens, but yeah. um, you know, I can live with that. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty five. 
Good yeah. one. Matty. What about you? One lens. Oh, it's been thrown back on me now, has it? Yep. Yeah. Flipped it. Flippy flip. Yeah. Well, I'd probably be be wide. So I haven't personally even shot with a with a with a focal length less than 16 mil on a full frame. I did start it with yeah. a 10 to 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't even remember what's that. What, what, I can't that's that's about a 16, like a 15, 15, yeah, I can't even anyway. yeah. Com- compare that to what I shoot with now. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm more than I don't very rarely. I mean, yeah, go up to 35 millimeter. So mm-hmm. probably yeah, 16. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, 16 why. millimeter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't shoot that. F 1.8. Yeah, 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 yeah. 1, 8, yeah. sixteen. Yeah, because then you still get yeah. your astro bangers there, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's um that's a that's the thing that a lot of people forget too is that you you get so on a on a crop sensor you still get a cropped you, st- you get a crop sensor obviously. So if I've got a ten mil on my camera, I'm, I'm shooting at a sixteen mil on a or a fifteen mil on my Fuji times two point five, isn't it? So it's, two, it's times one point five. One point five. All right for a crop sensor, but obviously full frames, full frame. So full frames kind of your baseline. So for well, 16, that's APS-C cropped. Yeah. And you got micro four thirds, which is- Yeah, like which is different again. And, yeah. But I think the really cool thing with, um, this is why I like crop sensor cameras so much because it, it I think it creates it creates this different look again. Mm. So instead of shooting on a APS-C crop sensor 10 mil, so you've got the super wide aspect, mm. right? But then, you're, but then you're slightly zoomed in more. So the 16 mil on a full frame is going to be a different look than a 16 mil on a- Crop sensor camera. Yep. So, like, even at a 10, 10 mil on a crop sensor camera is going to be very different to a 16 mil on a full frame. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think so at the telephoto end. It slips around the other way as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you get the exact opposite effect on a on a medium format. So, I've shot a lot with mm. the Fujifilm yeah. GFX. Um, so, like a 20, let's say a 23 mil is the equivalent to an 18 mil on a full frame, mm-hmm. but you still get that zoom. It, it still feels compressed like a 23 mil. Mm. But it's wide, like an 18 mil. Mm. Kind of flips your head around, yeah. a bit. and it's a bit, bit kind of crazy to kind of understand. But it just it it looks so much different to, to a an 18 mil on a full frame. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So it can be yeah. confusing when you can when, be confusing. When, when you're first starting out. That's when you first for sure. start, I yeah. have no idea of the um, conversion. Yeah. Yeah, and people find it really like a lot of my people in my workshops. They find it really quite confusing. It's like oh, but I've got a 10 mil. Why is like when I was shooting with full frame, I've got I've got a 10 mil. Why is mine not as wide as yours? Or yeah. I've got an 18 mil. Why is mine not? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Kid, kid 18 to 55 lens. Um, yeah, and trying to explain the aspects is it's hard. Mm. Or the the crop sensor on the on the cameras. Yep. Mm. And then micro four thirds is even harder again. Mm. Um, another thing to remember too is that you've got the crop in the in the actual in the f stop as well. So for example, if we've got a let's take my my Fujifilm um, 10 to 24 mil f4. Mm. Right, so mine really what it is on a, in full frame equivalent is a um, six fifteen to forty f five six. Mm. So you you're losing, I think you lose a full stop in theory. Mm. Like when you when you measure if you measured light differently, like through each lens, yep. you would lose a whole stop, or maybe at least two thirds of a stop in your in your actual um, in the crop of the camera as well. Do you know what I mean? Nah, you lost me there. Mm. <laughs> so you don't just crop. You're not only cropping the. You're not only cropping the <clears> lens <throat> length, the 10 mil into a 15 mil, mm. 1.5. You're also cropping the f-stop, the minimum f-stop as well. Yeah. Okay. Right. So like this is why Fujifilm have a have a um, they have a 56 they have a 56 one two, 
which is really in a full frame equivalent, it's a like an 85 um, 1 4, not actually a 1 2. Do you know right. what I mean? So it's yeah, I'm that, still kind lost. Of, that kind <laughs> of. To be honest, idea. I'm busting. So you just got a double cross. <laughs> I can't think of much else. <laughs> I can't think of much else. <laughs> I've actually, I've, I've never used it, but I'll, one of the options on the D850 is mm. I can shoot in FX mode. Mm. So I've got, Zoom in. I've got the best mm. of both worlds there. Yeah. I can shoot in crop sensor and in full frame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Which is pretty cool. I guess mm. if you. You need that extra length. Yep. Yeah. And sometimes you just need <laughs> oh, yeah. a little bit longer, don't you? Sometimes Not much. I'm, yeah. Only a couple of millimetres. 24-7. Well, we better roll through. So um, this question from Ben Shettle, I think. Ben Shettle. Ben oh, Shettle. Right. Yep. Yep. I'll put uh, everyone, so like everyone that we ever talk about on the actual podcast itself, well, I'll just chuck it in the link below anyway. Yep. So no matter what you're watching it on, you should be able to find it. In the description of mm. wherever you're watching it, yeah. ideally. So while you're driving, situation. you'll be able to look them up. And, That'd yeah. be the way to do it. So put yeah. the phone in front Comment. of the window. Because yeah. <laughs> the idea, yeah. you never want to – this is the thing, like with driving, all right, it's it's much safer if you hold the phone on top of the steering wheel. So then all you need to do is look past the phone. Yeah, you're you just, just on your driving. Shift and focus. It's easy. Yeah. Mm. Where a lot of people try to hide it down real low. And yeah. the idea is that then you're, then you're kind of up and down the whole way. It's so much yeah. steering wheel attachment. Steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be kind of screwed if you're coming onto a roundabout. That's what I do. Trying, mm. trying to read a message. No, I don't do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't do what that What they should do is put like the, the dash hologram just across the windscreen. Oh, they do. Yeah, Imagine the whole fancy. Instagram feed and you can scroll through it. Yeah. Oh. It's all sitting on the thing. You see yeah. Maddie's flow photos on the window. Uh, <laughs> that's those four megapixel cameras. How good would that be? That would be awesome. So, um, ben, ben Shettle. Yeah, ben we Shettle. didn't ask actually other questions. So how do you keep motivated to keep shooting and creating? Mm, it's a good one. Mm. Um, well, um, well, I absolutely love shooting for one. Mm. And two, I absolutely love editing. Like I've The editing process for me is probably on par with actually getting out and shooting. Yeah. Mm. And you, you are always learning when you're editing and you're always learning when you're shooting. Mm. But just... Just a progression, like you, you're always learning new tips. You're always um, like just like watching new tutorials, and you want to try these new tips. And it's just, and it just comes with the passion. Mm. It's like it's, it's, it's the motivation comes with passion. It's just like if the sky's going to burn, you're going to get out and try. And I mean, cloud predictions are there. You're going to get out and try and capture it. Or even if they're not there, you're going to just still go out and try and capture that picture to. Um, Use what what you've learnt in the last couple of days or that last week in in um in editing or or, or whatever you've learnt in tutorials. So I, I just yeah I just yeah just I love to just put my information to use. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a, that's that's a massive thing. Is that well, I, I think I said this in the last podcast. If you think you know everything about photography, you, you definitely don't. Um, mm, mm. And it's it's that's the great thing about any creative industry is that you just you're in it and you you can just keep you can keep learning. And it's like oh that shutter speed looks better for this situation, and you get to a point where you where you know it, but you might you just yeah you just keep learning stuff, and that's. Mm. That's yeah, that's a great tip. I think. Or I used to have it on my Instagram, but I ran out of characters in my bio. Remember the bio? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So yep. <laughs> Ben knows Ben knows the bio now. But um, yeah, I used to have like I think the first thing was like always learning mm. um, because I always felt like I was learning. And it's even coming mm. from like I think you know, that's my- because it took you so much longer to learn anything too. <laughs> and well, you no. know, I'm not all that smart. <laughs> no. You know, my my IQ is about I was going to say I see. 
It's like, that's not a thing. Yeah. No, that, My that, queue's that's only sensible. about 12. Yep. I did get, like for anyone that's in in, in, <laughs> in Victoria with the um, enter scores, I got, for anyone that's listening that, that got an enter score. They've probably changed the finished, now too. The finished high school, mm. I got a 38. Yeah, that's right. 38.5. Mm. I couldn't have went to uni for anything. <laughs> mm. Lucky I went to uni when I was Lucky. old. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. That'll teach him. And look at me now. And then I, and then I, me and Konza graduated Valley Victorians. That's right. Yeah. Best in, best in class. Absolutely. Yeah. AD. Yo. I still remember your <laughs> mum's reaction. <laughs> mum was happy. Mum stood up. That's mum my was, boy. She was, was great. Super proud. Yeah. Mum's, mum's like my biggest... Biggest supporter, well and truly my biggest supporter. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Great. Which is yeah. good. That's the way it should be. Yep. Yeah. But um, should be, Mum, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Your mum never listens to. No, nah, she won't listen. No, nah. she won't listen. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yep. yep. <laughs> I told Mum off the other She'll night, and then she now. put it on while I was sitting there, and I'm like, Mum, I've already heard it ten times. I don't want to hear it again. And she's <laughs> like, No, no, we'll listen. It'll be fun. Yeah. And then halfway through a <laughs> bottle of wine, I was like, Oh, we're pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the key to listening to the podcast. Drink you just got to drink wine. If, yes. if you're not enjoying this, just yeah, yeah. pause it. <laughs> yeah. Just pause it. Drink pause that it. Bottle of red. Bottle yeah. of red, and you said, Press play again. Yeah, love it. Yeah, ben, shooting, um, shooting, and motivation, and even though you're, oh, even though you're relatively new to the photography world as a as a constant thing, um, as a constant hobby, mm. what 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 gets you motivated? Um, the so, like I've I've loved shooting for about twenty years. Yeah. Um, but mean any aspect of my life, um, is it, I can't think of the words, but continuity. Is the thing that I struggle with the most. Like being able to do something consistency. That's the one. Consistency. Um, being able to stick with something. But when I've been, say, traveling for a year, wherever that's been, mm. um, I, I have found myself getting bored at times with the camera. And so um, about ten years ago, I had my Canon 40D and I had a 17 to 40 and a 100 mil macro. And I thought, right, well, the 100 mil macro that'll be my telephoto um, thing or whatever. And then. If I went, but I found myself um, getting bored. So what, what I'd do if I was not feeling inspired, I'd go out and I'd put restrictions on my shooting. So I'd say, right, yeah, I'm going to cool. stick 17 to 40 on and I'm only going to shoot 24 nice. um, mil focal length for the whole day. I'm not going to change it. Mm. If I need to get closer or get further away, nice. you know, zoom with my feet or whatever. Um, and it, it's, it's kind of like because um, I sort of um, not in my stripes, I didn't earn any stripes, but... You know, I was doing darkroom photography with an old film camera, Nikon FE and stuff. And, um, you know, so heaps of restrictions on your shooting. You can't just rely on post to fix something or or whatever. And I, and I think when you've got restrictions, you start thinking a lot more um, critically about things like com- composition and light and or yeah. for film, certainly light and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, because I'm not good at taking notes, I didn't know what I'd you know, what my settings were when I took the photo when I yeah, got the film yeah. back and it's, you know, I just shot a little bit. Um, but, but, yeah, so if, if, if uh, Ben Shuttle, if you're asking this because you, you're feeling a bit uninspired and a bit down the dumps, um, start, you know, think of either have a, a, a creative challenge that you've wanted to, to do. Yep. Um, whatever that is, figurines in, in the bath. Yeah. Or, yep. you know, whatever it might be. Or if you don't have any of that... Um, yeah, think about what, what restrictions you can put on yourself and, and just to get yourself thinking um, creatively um, and critically about, you know, what you're doing. 
Yeah, yeah, nice. I just tried to put in a few big words then. Yeah. Just to sound well, we got to you got to sound yeah. smart, like with my thirty eight and a score. We yeah. Sound a little bit. It's a reasonably intelligent podcast. Just shoot, be. shoot, shoot to yeah. learn and to, to progress and to get any better at, at, at photography. You, you've, you've got to shoot. Yeah. I find my camera taught me most. Of, I'm still learning, but it yeah. taught me a lot of what I know. You just get out, you take a picture. It's underexposed. Change a few settings. Take another picture. Still underexposed or overexposed, change a few settings, boom, got it. Yeah. And yeah. then you just let your camera teach, teach the majority of, of, of you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think that that's a that's a massive one, is it? Like just just go out and make all those mistakes and mm. just figure it out. Because shoot, you can shoot, shoot you can figure out at home, so your bloody breakfast, your dinner at home. Just just shoot. Just yeah. get behind your camera and just mm. shoot. Yeah. What the settings do, what your camera does, just just shoot. Yeah. What I always tell people in my workshops is that you just get you get to a point where it just starts to click in your head. Mm. So like we at the start, you it takes you a long time to find a composition. If you get to a waterfall, you'll go, ah, oh, it could be over there, it could be over here. Or but you then, try and fit the the whole thing in. Yeah, yeah, you try yeah. And fit everything in. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know. But I always find that like I, I'll get to. I'll get to a point now where I know exactly where I'm going to shoot in a particular waterfall and the challenge for me is flipped around the other way in that I've now I've got to find another like I've got to find a composition that I wouldn't normally shoot mm. yep. because it's like I know that that one's going to work I know that that's going to work yep. but let's try to find something that isn't going to work yeah. and I'm going to make it work I'm going to make it work and that's my yep. that's my yep. challenge that's my way of of getting myself you know that's the challenge to get me motivated mm-hmm. is finding a shot that I wouldn't normally shoot yep. at a, mm. at a place where I'd be comfortable shooting the normal composition that I would always shoot. Especially if you're shooting something iconic as mm, well, you mm. know, like yeah. oh, trying to make an iconic shot. So hard. Like in, it's different in your way. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's yeah. a challenge. It's good. It's good fun. Especially mm. around Sydney. It's very hard. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. like you got you your got eastern suburbs pools or your pools along mm. the eastern suburbs and you've got the Harbour Bridge and then you've got the Opera House. And, and unless it's uh, the skies playing with you it's it's kind of it's kind of very hard to make it unique but that, mm. that, that's a challenge you've got to get out and you got to make it unique yeah yeah and that's yep. yeah no, that's that's a yeah great answer just keep on keep on keeping on mm. that's okay um go to um Simon nah um, you don't want to do that what's his name Steve Steve do Steve do do the first do the first two we'll, we'll try to we'll smash them right smash them smash them uh, so Jack Hammer them <laughs> Behave, behave, Adam. Right. With long exposure photography, is there really a need for fifteen to twenty stop ND filters? Would a ten stop be enough for daytime seascapes, or am I better better buying a ten and a six stop, as in the Explorer pack, uh, and stacking them? Mm. Well, I think Adam will be able to answer the stacking side to this question a little bit better than me, but. Personally, seascapes like it, it depends like what you what you're trying to capture here. If you're trying to capture water movement, you definitely don't want to be doing a you definitely don't want to be doing a long exposure. Um, graduated filters work best for your for your seascapes just to balance your horizon to your foreground. Um, your long exposures, you unless you are really 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 trying to just flatten and soften that water, that yeah, a ten stop. But other than that, you can middle of the day you can use a six stop at four to five seconds, and 
you can get that desired effect. Yeah, so I guess it, especially with filters, like I would, I would say that you're definitely better off getting a, a six and a ten, mm. well and truly, and then stack them up. Um, if if you wanted to do a fifteen stop exposure or sixteen um, stop exposure, but what you've got to remember when you get to those crazy, crazy length exposures, like to to get one more stop of light, so to make it twice as bright um, from an eight minute exposure, you've got to go to fifteen minutes. Mm. And then to go from 15 minutes to make it twice as bright again, you've got to go to 30. Mm. And then from 30, like you're doubling it every time. So it doesn't matter too much when you're down at one second because one second to two seconds, nothing, mm. right? Two second to four isn't that bad either. Mm. But once you get up to those really long exposures, phew, God, like I reckon 10, most of the time if you have a 10 and a, and a polarizer on, so you kind of it's kind of an 11 to 12 stop ND anyway in theory. Mm. Mm. So it's like you're – if you're shooting that at sunset, you're probably going to have 30 seconds at oh. f11, f16 anyway. Mm, mm. So it's like, what's you don't and if you a lot of the time soft grad or whatever you have to. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The yeah, as well. I think that's another good tip too. Is that I, I use especially on my because my my front element of my um, 10 to 24 is only a 72 millimeter. I'll slide my um, three stop ND grad in mm. soft grad. A lot of the time that'll cover enough to be able to. Use a three, have it as a three-stop ND as well. You probably That's, get an extra stop too. What you were saying earlier, that crop sensor you gain. Yeah. So if you switch over to full frame, you get another stop a lot. There you go. Maybe I should get a full frame Fuji camera <laughs> and give that one a crack. Yeah. Um, yeah so definitely more beneficial would be to buy a six and a ten. Get mm. the Explorer pack or whatever pack. pack that you've got. Start, starter pack. Starter kit. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. what I recommend to a lot of people. Yeah, you've definitely. Got your, I think that's what I've got. Your six, your ten. <laughs> Your polarizer, yep. your actual holder, mm. and I think you I'm not sure if it's a soft or soft grade. Yeah, you get a soft two grade, stop soft. Two grade, top yeah. soft. Yeah. And that's that is all you need for the for, for the basics, definitely. Mm. Oh, definitely. and I think that's got it. That's pretty you could I, I wouldn't use too much more than yeah. the six the six and the soft grad. I think the only sometimes other hard. to mine I've got a medium four and a medium yeah. two. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Medium yeah. two for the blue hours. Yeah, nice. And medium four waterfalls yeah. and like anything once the sun sort of comes up so mm-hmm. i haven't got it mm-hmm. i haven't got a medium any no so i've only got medium, I've only, medium none yes mm. medium none what i do for a medium though here's a good tip for you <coughs> oh coffin medium so to as a bit of a hack what you can do sometimes is you can put the hard grad in up the right way Mm. Right, then you can slide slide a soft one in from the bottom. <laughs> God, I knew someone would get it. You can see you can slide, up you can slide a soft. You can slide a soft graduated filter into the bottom of your holder, and you can kind of get a bit more of a softer effect of that of that graduation from the hard grad filter. Mm. So that's a good little tip if you've got a hard and a soft. Yep. Hard from the top, soft from the bottom. Done deal. <laughs> yep. Lock it in. Okay. Sign Eddie. me, sign me up, Eddie. <laughs> is there is there any image degradation of, of using two filters stacking them as opposed to using a single fifteen stop? Very, I reckon not a, not enough to warrant having a fifteen because mm-hmm. the fifteen is useless any other time apart from yeah. when you're going to do a super long exposure. Mm. I guess that, you know those pier shots are we're going to Princess Pier. Mm. I think you know there might we're going to go to Princess. Yep. Should, Hurry. Nah, we're right. We're, we're right. Time. We've got plenty yeah, of time. time. But yeah, like like I was saying before, so if you if you if you've only got a fifteen stop and you're um you've got you've already got a thirty second exposure on a ten stop, it's gonna go thirty seconds to a minute to two minutes to four minutes 
to eight minutes to 30 minutes. So your 30 second exposure is going to become a 30 minute exposure, Mm. which 90% of the time is is useless. Mm. Unless you've Mm. only got time to shoot during the harsh light of day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the only time you'll need them. Yeah. Yeah, Buy a a six, a six and a 10. Much more useful. Yeah. Probably a six. You can probably not even use a 10 sometimes. But get the starter pack and get everything. Get the starter pack and get everything. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're going for that like mad cloud movement. Yeah. That's moving and you want to do like a really, really long exposure. That's when you use your 10. But Mm -hmm. if you're just trying to soften out the water. Yeah, yeah. Six, that bloody six seconds would be enough. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well and truly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cool. And second question from Steve. Is there such a thing as too wide for landscape photography? I is 14 mil too wide or even necessary. Uh, the Nikon 14 to 24, but filters are big and a pain. Mm. That's a serious lens. It's a serious lens, and you got to go to that. You got to go to the 150 mil system, and it's yeah, it makes it twice as big. And the annoying thing about or the you could make, make the cardboard. You could make you the do. cardboard one. Yeah. So you could buy a 10 stop, and you could cover it in cardboard, and then slot it on the front. Yeah. So you got to buy that whole new filter system yeah. as well, the S5. Yep. Which yep. is what you. That fourteen twenty four is two and a half grand. Yeah, and yeah. your S five setup with filters is two and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So say two thousand. Yeah. If you were going to have mm. all the filters, so there yeah. you go. And you're looking at three and a half, four thousand dollars just for that one lens. Yeah, is it practical? My personal opinion, no. No, just get the F four. Yeah, sixteen to thirty five. He's already Nikon. got the lens. He's already got it. So, so he's sell already, it. All right, he's already sell, done sell it. Lens. You don't need it. Yep. Spend most yeah. of it. <laughs> most <laughs> of it on something else. <laughs> Buy yeah. your miso a present. All right, yeah, yeah. and then Get back buy in the, the good 1635. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, F4, done deal. <laughs> Get in the big, good <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, but I, is 14mm too wide? I don't think so. No. no so, I, I mean, no. your lens of choice is a 16. Luke, you shoot with a 14mm, don't you? 15 to 30. 15 yeah, right. to 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the big one. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And that's, yeah, the 15 to 30 is a big wide thing as well, isn't it, with the bulbous lens? It is, yeah. Mm. 50, um, is yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. wide, but... No, you get used to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to deal with the because they are a bit heavier. That's the thing too. I think what you got to remember is that when you go really wide on a manufacturer's end, is that when you go really wide and a low f stop, you've got to have more glass. Mm. So it's like when I was when I was saying before that I'd love a, a 21, 21.95, Um, you just need it'd need a, it'd be super wide in the front element, mm. and then it'd be just it'd be a beast. It'd, well, it'd, it'd weigh ten kilos. Yeah. Like mm. it'd be. Massive. I remember there's a, is it a 1600 mil Sigma? Yeah, big green lens. There's this big green lens. Have a Google around. but The Hulk. Um, yeah, and it's like a massive green lens. It's as big as this table. It's like a meter and a half long. Mm. It's a 1600 F8 and it's, <laughs> it's like 40 kilos and yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, it was a while ago that that popped up. But <laughs> it, like the bigger... The lower the f-stop, the wider and the longer the lens, mm. it, it's going to be heavier. It's going to be everything's going to be heavier and more expensive. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. So I don't think it's too wide. Filters that's are a pain, nice. yes, but you know if you want fourteen, that's that's kind of all. You know, on a full frame, and mm. that is the that's the high end of Nikon there too. Definitely, like, mm. I think I shoot the sixteen to thirty-five. That's their widest mm. ch- at, a, at, a, at, a, at a reasonable price. Like mm. that's an f four. Mm-hmm. So to go to the 14 to 24, that's mm. an f2.8. Yeah. Mm. That's like an extra $1,000 for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But then again, they've got the costs on top of that. Yeah. We just spoke about that. 
Yeah. I think a lot of the time a smart thing to do is to buy like a, a 16 to 35 yep. and then have some sort of wide angle Astro lens. And that's yeah. a lot of the time you can get away with a wide angle um, with a with a low aperture as well. Mm. And if yeah. you can get away with both of them. Yeah, what we can get away with is a 16 to 35, 24 to 70, yeah. mm. 70 to 200. Yeah, yeah, done mm. deal. And then maybe have a prime lens in there as well, like, like you yeah. just said, Adam, for your, for your Astro if yeah. you wanted. But, mm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great. All, all, all um, focal lengths covered with landscape photography, I think. Yeah. 16 to 200, for the sure. Thing oh, is, that's my creative pursuit for this year is to shoot more telephoto landscapes. Like yeah. Compress, compress all those, you know, rain, mountain ranges or whatever it is yep. and just, you know. I think a lot of the time too is like, God, you, you, <clears throat> I reckon one, one step back with a 16 mil is kind of turns it into a 14. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, do you really need a 14 mil? Mm. So like- yeah, it's nice to have. It took me but, a while to understand what you're saying. No, but yeah, I get you it. probably you probably don't. It, it probably is too wide, but then at the same time too, it's nice. It's nice to have. But again, Steve's already got the lens, so yeah, I, Steve's I, buggered. Yeah, Steve's cooked himself. Just use it. <laughs> Done deal. Just throw it in. <laughs> just I got it, an Steve. idea, um, Steve. Get insurance. He's a minor. Yeah, he's a minor. Get insurance. Get insurance. <laughs> get insurance on the camera. Hold it in the right. No, hold it in the left hand so it doesn't look too deliberate. Unless you're a right-handed, then hold it in the left hand. And then just throw it over your shoulder. Done deal. Yeah. Mm. And then claim it on insurance. Oh, yeah. Just yep. make sure it lands on the concrete <laughs> and not the grass. Yeah, because yeah. it would probably survive because yeah. it's a beast of a lens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, good one. All right. So we probably cool. should semi, we should semi wrap it up. Yeah. We don't want to fully wrap it up yet because we've still got the uh, the Super this. 6 Slappy Survey Super. Yeah, 6. Six, six snappy, snick snappy, supersonic, supersonic servo. servo. Mm. Yeah. So this is like our, it's going to be a, it's going to be our little six six question um, thing that we want to ask every person that comes on the uh, the old podcast. So um, yeah, run it. Cool. Yo, how'd you get into photography? Um, have to be quick. Waterfalls and adventure. Okay. No. Yep. All right. Good. I'm not having that. Moving on. Favorite <laughs> shutter speed. <laughs> um, one fourth of a second. Fourth. Yeah. One fourth of a second. Yep. Winning. Yeah. Right. Yep. Favorite keyboard shortcut. Okay. Control Z. <laughs> yeah. Got to have it. Good one. Yep. Yeah. Must must know. Uh, favorite photographer. Oh, the, the, all scapers and safe. Safe. DK. Yep. So, yeah. DK, oh, Donkey Kong, Donkey yeah. Kong, Easy go- Donkey Kong. Yeah. I want to get Donkey Kong. I want to get Donkey Kong and Carly on here. Yeah. So both of the DKs. We could go to and pa- the child yeah, too. He's in Patagonia at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, no, he's we back could home. go. I think he's yeah. home now. Okay. But oh, I'd love yeah. to get both of them on here because I think mm. they've got both just as much to say for each other as. Yep. As um, they got a lot to answer for. Yes, they've really? got a lot to answer for. Mm. So Dale, if you listen to this podcast, give me a give me a yell and come to Melbourne. Come on the podcast. Please. Please. Uh, favorite location? Favorite location, Bermagui. Yeah. Nice. Bermagui, mm. Camel, Horsehead Rock. Mm. For yeah, sure. okay. For sure. There's a lot to shoot there. Yeah, right. A lot yep. to shoot there and the, the, the landscapes is just out of this world. Bang on. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I've never really spent yeah. much time there. Mm. Mm. Must see. Okay. Done. And bizarrest photo moment. Oh, bizarrest! It would definitely go down with when I um, <laughs> fell into Bombo Quarry mm. in a raging five meter swell at five thirty in the morning. Five meters. So this is a good. This is a good story. Actually, I heard this on on the Oscapes podcast. So if mm. you haven't listened to Oscapes, jump over and watch that. But watch it. Yeah, I, I said I put up a it. video. I put a video on YouTube today about 
sharpening for for Instagram and Facebook, right? And all I could say, I gave a shout out to our podcast. And all I could say the whole time is, if you haven't watched it yet, jump over and watch it. Mm. <laughs> I had to correct myself five times. It was annoying, mm. but yeah. Um, listen to Oscapers and Maddie tells his story. Go. Do you want to hear it? The full mm. story in brief. Yeah. <clears throat> no, from from like when you got up in the morning to when you went to bed. No, not really. Just just nice and brief. Well, getting up was the second hardest thing. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you do look quite young, so I'm surprised. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. it was cold, so I had two dudes yeah. on. So pulling oh, yeah, those two yeah. dudes yes, off yeah, was yeah, the yeah. hardest thing. Often yep. tricky. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, obviously, I had never been to this location before to shoot, but I had seen the shots on Instagram of where I wanted to shoot. Um, so walking in on my own with the was anyone else? Were you? With no. someone else now while shooting elsewhere. No, 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 no. This was like, like on my own. I, I drove down from, yeah, still living in Sydney at the time. I drove down for a sunrise. Mm. Uh, so I walked in. It was like pitch black. It was about 5.30 just before sunrise. Head torch. Like perfect hiking attire. Like I had a pair of double pluggers on. Yep. <laughs> which I do not wear anymore into no. the seascape um, shoot. But yeah, I just obviously, I, I knew where I wanted to go, but I just didn't know how to get there. So... It was wet rocks, raging ocean, and I was just walking along the sort of the rocks, and I just slipped, lost my footing, and and just it was like slow motion. I just slid and <laughs> fell ten meters into the water. Shit, like it was pitch black. All I could see was white water. All I could hear was raging ocean, and, oh. and I had a hoodie on, my backpack full of camera gear, come over my head, and like the surging swell would pull me out. So you're in the water. I was in the water. I was oh. submerged, like under. Fuck that. It, the, the waves would <laughs> the waves pull me out and then would push me back in and smash me against the rock. So that's when you named your missus over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. If the missus was there, she would have saved you. Yeah. Oh, no. but yeah, I, like when I got washed in, smashed against mm. the rocks, I sort of scrambled mm. for um for, for, for an anchor point. No. And then I got like drawn back. This happened two, three times. Far only out. in the short amount of time, about 40 seconds, I only think I was in the waterfall, but it felt like forever. Yeah, right. And then a, a big surge washed me up, and I don't know how, but I caught my footing. Mm. But like the where I was standing, it was like wet and slippery. Couldn't go forward, couldn't go back, couldn't go left or right. Like I was stuck. Stuck. And I was like screaming, like a blood curling scream. Like oh. I need help, somebody help me. But there was no one around. Fuck. Anyway, I was like, I can't stand here forever, right? So I took the backpack off. And I threw it as far up the cliff as I could, just hoping to God that it wasn't going to roll, roll down, back down. Mm, mm. But at this point, I'm thinking like, oh, no, all my camera gear is wet and dead. Like, mm. I didn't even think at this time, like, I could nearly die. Like, I was just like, oh, no, my camera gear is ruined. Mm. But anyway, I chucked my bag up. It actually landed in a pool of water, <laughs> mm. but safe. And then... I was like, I stood there for about five, ten minutes screaming and my like my head, it was like a, it was like a movie, like my head torch had taken in water and mm. it was like flicking like an SOS beacon oh, because yeah, it had yeah. taken in some water. sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they Pretty were coming much. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In one second, I couldn't see anything. So if I lost that head torch, I was screwed. Mm. But anyway, I'm like, I'm going to have to jump back in and try and swim around to really? somewhere where it's, because I was in like a cove, right? A little, uh. little cove bit and... And the waves were coming in so fierce and crashing against that rock. They were, like, they were coming around my legs and like trying to pull me in. And like, I just, the will to survive yeah. just kept me like mm. just standing there. Like, I'm not going back in. Like, I grew up by the ocean all my life. So I'm quite water wise, quite 
comfortable. Quite comfortable. Like yeah. in situations like that, mm. it's not comfortable, but God, if you freak haven't been out to, too much. You, know? you haven't mm. been to Bombo too. <laughs> God. So um, I ended up making this like just – I'd lost my thongs. Uh, I still had the hoodie on, dri- dripping wet. Mm. Um, I just made this like – Gigantic leap off the off, sprung off my toes to try and catch a like a catch point, and I missed that and started sliding back into the ocean. But I actually caught something, <gasps> and I, I just like I said, just as the adrenaline, the will to survive, I just ripped myself up to safety and sort of ran, stripped off my clothes, and just started going into shock, like shaking, crying, broke down, like, and then wow. this torch just comes out of nowhere, and, and I'm like. I started getting angry at him, like, why didn't you help me, man? He's like, I didn't like even know just, you were there. He was just in you. Oh, he was right. trying, he was trying to like, get you off. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm just I'm pretty, like, pretty mm. wound up right now. I just nearly died. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, wow. ended up Far out. going back to the car. Uh, I lost a lens. I lost a, two batteries. I lost a trigger remote. I lost an SD card. But the camera and lens was fine. Mm. So I sat in the car for about 10, 15 minutes, sort of got my shit together and ended up going back down. Went out and shot yeah. Sunrise. I went out and shot Sunrise. <laughs> Redemption. But I'll get yeah, you. Like, yeah, I'll that, get you. I thought, no matter how like invincible or how like, like you, 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 you like knowledge of the situation or scene that you're in, you think you have, like, mm. you don't. And mm. click of the fingers, it can be over like that. And, yeah, well. Yeah. And just I was just walking on the rocks and slip, bang, fell in, nearly died. Crazy. Like, like that's just, Crazy. I get actually, I've spoke about it before on my, my recent podcast with the Oldscapers that like, mm. I actually get pretty bad anxiety and get kind of scared walking into the unknown when it's dark now yeah, around, wow. mm. around the sea, mm. which is great. Mm. So I didn't have that before. Mm. Yeah. And who yeah. knows how long it would have taken until I fell in again and probably wouldn't have been and as pro- lucky. Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so now I'm just like, nah, this always listens to your doubts. Yeah. 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 Research, yeah. research your locations, guys. Research it. Yeah, go mm. the night before. Mm. Go the night before or the in day. The, or in the day. Yeah. Um, double check that it's fine and, you know, I don't know, put a put an arrow on the ground in the direction that Something. you're meant to go or a mm. stick or, you know, look for a tree that you're going to go for. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a bang on story to wrap it up with. Yeah. But um, we better go. We're we, better, sunset. we better wrap it. Yeah. Mm. So where can people find you? <clears throat> um, Matt Finn Photography, one word. And also- Scapers. Ozscapers, so yep, yep. at Ozscapers, one word. Yep. Both Instagram pages. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a Facebook page. Or yeah, Facebook. Facebook's where it's at. Or a website. It's living. It's in the making. Yep. Mm. A lot of people say get a Facebook page, so it's, it's happening. Mm. Um, and Facebook, yeah, for Ozscapers as well. Yep. But yeah, that's what you um, And God, like if you, haven't, if you haven't listened to Ozscapers, definitely jump over, listen mm. to Ozscapers, and um, yeah, get it done. But where can people find you, Benjamin? Ben Cold, Facebook. Nah, don't well, one. I don't know. Yeah, nah, don't maybe worry Facebook we'll eventually. Instagram. Mm. Um, and yeah, you can follow me at um, Adam underscore Dyson. Mm-hmm. Watch my YouTube videos. Like that would be nice Do too. That. If yep. you want to learn a little bit about photography and watch me talk to myself, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more composed on the on the old uh, YouTube channel because mm-hmm. I'm just concentrating on the one video. But yeah, and um, yeah, if you haven't already, make sure that you jump over and like our Facebook page, What the Focus Podcast. I think it's What the Focus underscore Podcast yep. on both of them. Yep. Um, send us your questions. Send to- us your questions to uh, What the Focus Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. And um, that's it. Thank you so much for watching.
Thank you. And listening. And listening. And listening. If you yeah. if you listened, I'd appreciate it. But if you watched it, you you're really good because I don't know how you done that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Well, if you watched like the little if you watched the little um thing go along the bottom of the screen for an hour and a half, like you you've done well. Mm. Good job. Absolutely. You the progression bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, get Manny, and um, yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for having us, guys. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Good stuff. Um. See you next week. Bye bye. Ciao ciao. Bye.